0: tell you something. If you want to know about Canada from an American perspective, there's a guy you can talk to, but then again, that same person can probably interpret our country better than most to his fellow Americans. And I'm uh, referring to Bruce Heyman, who is the former U.S. ambassador to Canada and more recently author of the best-selling memoir, The Art of Diplomacy Strengthening the Canada-U.S. Relationship in Times of Uncertainty. Good morning, Ambassador.
1: Good morning from Chicago. Hope all of Hope all of you are well listening in.
0: Well, you know what? I think we're better today, and probably given that we're both in the Great Lakes, you've got this nice sunny weather as well, finally.
1: Exactly. Finally. Boy, did it rain. The last yeah. week, I
0: mean, we we had floods all over this town. Same thing here, and it was it's it's depressing enough in the society we're living in right now without having the weather on our backs. But it looks like summer's finally with us. Anyway, let me uh, jump right in here and uh, ask you a few things that are pertinent to uh, America, and and then let you say a few words about uh, how the book is doing. the The big news out of America, it's always spinning around Donald Trump, and uh, he has revealed that he's taking. Uh, a prescription drug, and I guess he's got a prescription for it, I have to assume that, hydroxychloroquine. And uh, this is uh, the president deciding on his own that he wants to use the drug to prevent COVID-19, and that's likely a, a very big positive in India, which is the largest source for that particular medication. What do you think about that idea? What do you think about the president of the United States deciding, I guess unilaterally, and going to the White House doctor to say, can I do it? and getting, uh, I'm presuming, a prescription and taking this drug.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to step away from any diplomatic language here, everybody. That is idiocy. That is complete nonsense. And, and, and I will tell everyone listening, do not do this. This drug has demonstrated that it kills people. And if you have certain conditions, it will kill you. He is using this drug inappropriately. No scientist or medical community has said that, that that he's using it for anything for the purpose other than for people who have lupus or other conditions, but he doesn't have that. And he is making this up the same way he said you can inject yourself with, with uh disinfectants in your veins or put light in your body or this is just craziness. And I apologize that I even have to say this, that we have a president who has just, like, lost his marbles here. And so, you know, unfortunately, we're living with this here, and he's creating conflict between our states and our cities. He's getting up and saying ridiculous things every day, and it's creating a lot of division here internally. And I sure hope we find a path to getting a new president by the end
0: of this year. Um, well, I'm sorry that you're pussyfooting years. so much, Ambassador Heyman.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to hold back on this one because, unfortunately, this is the guy who, you know, came after Canada with steel and aluminum tariffs. He threatened you at the border with, with, with military. He's taken mass away. When you guys, we work together. This, the, you're our partner. We've done things together, and Canada has been there for the United States whenever we've been in need, and he doesn't value relationships, either in his personal life His business life, and he sure doesn't value our allies around the world. And we have lost standing in such a quick period of time that I, you know, and it's going to take a long time to repair this damage. And I hope we get to it really soon.
0: Well, I can be like most Canadians and take pot shots. I don't tend to want to do that, but uh, I'm interested uh, to pursue this a little bit, only in the sense that I don't care about. I don't care about hydroxychloroquine. What I care about is the reason behind it. It's not because Trump is crazy. It's because Trump is trying to divert attention from something else. I think you have an election November the 4th. What's going to happen there? Is is this one of those things that creates the continual vortex around this man that keeps him in his own mind protected from being criticized on other levels?
1: You know, we got, we've got got a reality TV host... Hosting America at a time of our deepest crisis in a generation. As I talk to you today, the United States of America is in an economic depression. And everybody sits down and says, well, how do you know it's not a recession? Look, we have 36 million people out of work. Our GDP is going to decline some 25%. And I don't know how fast we're going to come out of this. But I do know it's going to take a while. And this week, by the end of this week, the United States of America will be at 100,000 deaths. 100,000 people die in the United States. Of course the president wants to divert attention away from these facts. He does have an election coming up, and he is the master of diverting attention and causing everybody to be hair on fire. He is the arsonist that then goes in splashes some water and says, look at me. I, I'm your hero, right? I, I saved the day. And in this particular case, he can't do that with a virus. So the virus is bigger than Donald Trump. And so we are tackling something very serious now. And we are and, and we are having a tough time. There are divisions where he's stirring up divisions within our country. He is talking up and celebrating people waving Confederate flags and Nazi flags and carrying AK-47s, it's a very dangerous time for him to be doing this in such economic weakness and such loss of life.
0: Okay, let me ask you this. We're on the subject of the election. You've got Vice President Biden, who uh, has recently said that he would rescind the Trump permit, allowing the Keystone XL, which uh, you yourself have been involved in. That's the oil pipeline to cross the border into the US. Now, what does this mean to the future of Keystone XL? Because you just said yourself, you sure hope that he's out of office, Trump's out of office in November. That would mean President Biden instead of uh, former Vice President Biden, and uh, the XL is uh, in limbo again and probably then forever. How would it impact our relations with, uh, with your country?
1: So let's talk about relations here for a minute. We can do a compare and contrast. During the last term of the Obama administration, when I was the ambassador, when I worked with both the Harper government and the Trudeau government, think of that period of time. That it was during that period of time that we said we would not approve Keystone. And I'll come back to that in a second. But it was also during that period of time we expanded pre clearance operations to allow right there in Toronto, the Billy Bishop Airport, to have pre clearance. We uh, got the Paris Accord together. We reduced Arctic drilling together. We reduced regulations together. We hosted the Prime Minister for the first time in almost 20 years for a state dinner. The prime minister returned the favor. The President Obama spoke before parliament for the first time in more than 20 years. The relationship was as good as it could ever be. And, yes, there were things that we didn't agree on, and one of those was Keystone. Now, Keystone, anything built across our shared border needs to be approved by the president, needs presidential authority. And the president makes that decision based on if it's in the national interest of the United States. The State Department did a complete review of that with John Kerry and his team. Millions of comments, solicited viewpoints from across industry and across our entire government and made the recommendation to not approve based on three things. One, it didn't create very many jobs in the United States. Two, it didn't reduce the price of gasoline for the average American. And three, most importantly, it contributed to the climate crisis that we have by promoting fossil fuels and he was very adamantly focused on reducing uh, climate impact on on the United States and the world and promoting the Paris Accord and a number of things. So So Biden is
0: consistent is what you're telling me.
1: Completely consistent. He stood there with the president and the secretary of state on the day in early November 2015 that made this decision. This is not new for Joe Biden. This is a completely consistent decision with what he had previously said.
0: Okay, then. I'm going to say thank you, and uh, we're fresh out of time, but I do want to mention again that you have this best-selling memoir that people might want to take a look at and get more of your thoughts because you've got plenty of them and uh, very articulately expressed, I might say. The Art of Diplomacy, Strengthening the Canada-U.S. Relationship, and that's available at your favorite bookstore or online. Thank you so much, Ambassador Heyman.
1: Thank you. No more important relationship than the U.S.-Canada relationship, and I look forward to restoring that with a new president shortly. Be well, everyone. Well,
0: I, I hope we have that relationship back again. Bruce Heyman, former U.S. Ambassador to Canada.